Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. It is, what is it, Thursday, November 12th, 2020. Uh, it's like 5.20 p.m. here in Denver. And uh, just got back from my bike ride, did a little bit of stretching, and um, I just thought I would tell you about something. So I see a lot of funny stuff. Well, I shouldn't say funny. I see some very interesting things on my bicycle when I'm out on my bike rides. So today... I was, uh, I was cruising along down the path, which is actually like a path and a sidewalk. So it's, it's, it's wider than a sidewalk, not like a four-foot sidewalk. It's like a good eight to ten feet wide. Anyway, so I'm cruising around, cruising down that sidewalk, and I'm in an urban area, right, kind of a neighborhood-ish area, and I come up to an intersection. And this is a path that I take every day that I ride my bike. And... Um, so there is, um, at this intersection, there's a couple of lanes uh, of cars waiting at this intersection, um, cars that are facing basically perpendicular to me that I would cross in front of, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, the crosswalk goes right in front of their cars, right? So they're sitting there waiting to turn right or go straight or whatever, but uh, most people are turning right. So I'm coming up to that, that stoplight, and... Um, so there's a, there's a lane of cars waiting to go straight um, that I will cross in front of. And then on the other side of them is the lane of cars that is waiting to make a right turn, right? So they, they can make the right turn on the red, but uh, they have a red light. So anyway, I'm coming up to that intersection and there's people in the lane going, that are waiting to go straight, people in the lane waiting to make a right turn. So the first person in line to make that right turn uh, is a woman who's who's you know, she's looking at me, she sees me coming, so she's, she's not going to pull into the sidewalk, which is nice, that's a, a welcome, <laughs> welcome change from usual, because most people just stop in the crosswalk, and then like, oh crap, you know, there's a cyclist coming, let me back up, or just freeze, so anyway, she stopped, um, you know, like you're supposed to, you stop before the crosswalk, and she saw me, she's looking at me, we're making eye contact, that's great, and, um, so I'm rolling through the crosswalk and then getting close to her and I hear this honk and I see the guy behind her is honking at her because she's not making the right turn and because there was, there was clearly an opening in traffic for her to make that right turn. And then right after he honks, I came around uh, to where he could probably see me at that point and he probably felt like a jerk, but I, I just... I thought that was funny just because it's it seems like seems like that guy just jumped to the conclusion that she was either an idiot or, or on her phone or just not paying attention when it was really him that was not paying attention uh, that there was a cyclist crossing the road right there and that's why she wasn't moving forward. Just got me thinking, you know, like, I don't know, maybe it seems this way to you. What do you think? You tell me. But it seems like a lot of folks, myself included, I'm totally guilty of this. We're so quick to jump to the other person is an idiot or the other person is doing something wrong. So just thought that was interesting. Just an interesting uh, example of, of that and kind of like, like instant karma. But not really, but it's instant realization, I'm sure, for that guy because my headlight is flashing. And as soon as he honked, I looked right at him. So my light is like probably flashing right in his face. And I couldn't see his expression. He was too far away. But um, my hope is that he realized, oh, that's why. That's why she's not making the turn. Hmm. Maybe I should uh, pay attention and see if there are more cyclists around.
So anyway, that was interesting. Um, I am going to make some food, and then my bidet arrived today. So I'm going to get to putting that in, and then I will come back after I get done with that and let you know how it went. And we're back. All right. I got that bidet in there. It was pretty easy. I mean, at this point, all I really had to do was uh, unscrew the supply line, put in this T, put the supply line back on there, uh, hook up the water supply to the bidet, and plug the sucker in, well, and mount it. So remove the old toilet seat, put this on, because it's essentially toilet seat and everything combined. And I've got to say, I am pretty impressed. Overall, the thing is kind of, you know, it looks kind of funky. I mean, it could go either way. I don't really have a good sense for like, it looks cheap, but uh, I kind of picked it up, handled it a little bit, and checked out its its functions and all that, and, and everything looks pretty decent. I mean, it is Japanese. So I got it on there, and... Uh, Unfortunately, I did not have one in the chamber, so I couldn't like fully test it out, but I did give it a try, you know, a dry run, if you will, and uh, gave myself a little spritz, and I am pretty impressed, folks. I, I Apparently, I got the water temperature just right, so it wasn't shocking when it, you know, kind of shoots up at you, and it's a steady, you know, kind of uh, gentle stream, and you can control the pressure, you can control where... It's spraying, you know, and you can control, like, you can set it to oscillate so that the little, uh, a little sprayer will move in and out, kind of in a, uh, like a, <laughs> an up and down spraying motion type of thing. I gotta say, it's pretty neat. It is pretty neat. I'm really excited to see how this turns out. Uh, tomorrow morning, might get a chance to really give her a go. So, stay tuned for more on that. Um... Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? Um, so it is now 6.30. I uh, had like a little uh, scrambled egg burrito real quick and then got to work putting that bidet on there. And um, yeah, we're she's installed. Everything seems to be working okay. The outlet that I put in, fingers crossed, seems to be working all right. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, I mentioned it's Thursday. So Alyssa had yesterday off, and she works nights, so she left at like 4 o'clock today. And um, yeah, so I, I actually don't know what kind of string of nights she's going to be on this time, but she did say she works through the weekend. So uh, I will expect to see her in the morning. But anyway, um, so yeah, yesterday we did kind of like a quote-unquote date night. Uh, she ordered out. She decided that uh, we shouldn't, shouldn't be going out to restaurants right now because the COVID cases seem to be on another upturn and they're down to like one or two beds in the ICU because you know, they've got so many COVID patients and other patients to take care of. So um, she thought it was a good idea to just stay in, but I wasn't really feeling like getting anything from the place that she wanted to get stuff from. And, you know, I figured I'd save, save some money, save some packaging, I just eaten some stuff that we had here, so I did that. Made myself a little, you know, margarita with that premix stuff. So we had a little, a little night in. So that was nice. Um, t- 
tomorrow will probably be more, more of what I'm doing now, which is just kind of hanging out on the couch. But uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what's going on. I guess I don't have a whole lot of updates other than the, you know, the bidet. I just wanted to catch you guys up on that and um, yeah, say got it, got it on there. No problems. Thing seems to be working flawlessly so far. And uh, I will be given more of a substantial review in the future, see how that goes. But um, yeah, pretty neat, pretty neat. So just a quick, um, some quick math and stats, I guess. So I was listening to a podcast earlier uh, from Stuff You Should Know. Actually, I listened to a couple podcasts. The first podcast I listened to was on bidets, and so that got me re-energized on getting a bidet. And then, um, so I, I got that done, and, uh, and then I was listening to one on toilet paper, and then one on something else from Stuff You Should Know. Anyway, so they were saying that the average person uses about 24 rolls of toilet paper per year. So... 24 rolls. So you, you buy them in like a 30 pack. So a 30 pack from Costco is about 20 bucks. So that works out to about 67 cents a roll. So at that rate, uh, it would take me 20 years. In 20 years, at 24 rolls per year, I will have spent $320 on toilet paper. So assuming this thing lasts that long, that's roughly how long it would take me to pay back this thing. But Keep in mind, there are other benefits. And actually, take that back. It, that math doesn't actually work out. So it would actually be a longer payback period because you use a little bit of toilet paper to kind of like dab yourself off, wipe yourself dry, whatever. So um, the payback, financial payback on the thing is more than 20 years. So, all right, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Let's say it lasts 10 years and Alyssa gets a little bit of use out of it and I get a little, little bit of use out of it. I'm going to get a lot of use out of it, probably compared to her, since I you know, do most of my business at the house. I'm, I work from home, so I'm here all the time. So um, that's kind of why it made sense, made the most sense for me, as opposed to like somebody else, to get one of these things. Because I'm here all the time. You know, I'll, I'll use it probably a couple times a day. You know? And uh, so that'll be, you know, it won't pay itself back necessarily, but let's say... Let's say we uh, we use it. Well, I'll use it twice a day. Alyssa might use it every every once in a while. So let's let's just do some math. They were they were saying on the podcast. So uh, Josh and Chuck, I recommend you check them out. They're stuff you should know. It's a really really cool podcast. Anyway, so they were saying it takes somewhere around thirty gallons of water to make one roll of toilet paper. So you use 30 gallons of water to make one roll of toilet paper. So let's say, all right, let's take this in terms of sheets. So there's about 300 sheets per roll. So if I'm using 30 sheets per day currently, but you know, before the bidet, if I'm using 30 sheets per per day times 365, I'm using over 10,000 sheets per year. All right. So now if I reduce that, to six sheets per day, and those six sheets are just used to kind of dab me off, that's an 80% reduction in paper usage. Also, that means 80% reduction in the water that takes to make those rolls of toilet paper. That's a significant savings, people. That alone is pretty good reason 
even if the thing doesn't pay itself back for 20 years or something, or more than 20 years, 25 years, that's pretty damn good. So conserving paper, conserving water, and hygiene. Those are three big things. I mean, I, it really doesn't bother me if, if it doesn't pay itself back in the toilet paper that I don't use over the next few years. But, you know, the hygiene is a big thing for me. And uh, the toilet paper and water savings are also a pretty good thing. So obviously, I'm not going to be saving any water. But theoretically, the less toilet paper I use, the less water total is used in the whole process. So we'll say, we'll say it's a net good. I'm going to say it's a net good. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give this thing a try. We'll give it a couple of weeks and we give a, a more thorough review on the thing. After a while, it'll probably just become second nature and I'll just kind of forget about the thing, but it sure is. Uh, I think it's a game changer. I would highly recommend you check it out. So the model that I bought is called the Toto T O T O, uh, washlet. That's W A S H L E T. And this is the A100. So this is kind of like the lowest end, but um, still has a lot of features. The seat is heated. The water is heated. You know, it has all these settings for, you know, it's got a front spray, it says, where it shows a little picture of a, of a woman sitting there. So got something that appeals to the women. And then it has like a, has two different positions, it says, like soft back or soft rear and then rear. So you got like three positions. You have front, soft rear, and then rear. So I don't know what exactly that means because you can also control the pressure on each one of these things. And the wand cleans itself before it comes out and then before it goes back in because it's just like kind of a, uh, the wand kind of projects out from the back middle of you and then sprays up at you and then kind of retracts up into it into its little cubby there. So things pretty neat. Things pretty neat. It's got a little little control panel on the right side. The the fancier ones you can get with a remote, so you can put the remote on the wall or whatever. And then the even even fancier ones, you know, as far as I look, there are even more that I I didn't even look to see what their features were. But they got like the dryers. But uh, I have heard that you have to sit there for like ten or fifteen minutes. So if you don't want to use toilet paper and you just want to like dry off with air, you could do that. And then there's uh, like these ones with there's a version with like some sort of a, a sanitation cavity. I don't know. I, what I gleaned from just the minimal research I did on that was that it's some kind of a like a fan that kind of ventilates the fumes, I guess, from uh, kind of under this thing. I'm not really sure, I guess, on that one. But anyway, this had more than enough features for me. And, and the price was right, given that we had a gift card for around that amount of money anyway. So... Uh, it ended up working out pretty well. Anyway, check that out if that's something that interests you. And uh, yeah, expect more on this in the future. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're, uh, you're having a good day. Good morning, good evening, whatever it happens to be. And uh, look for another podcast in the future. Be good. <laughs>